time to get happy. Accentuate the positive with Curran Swain. With good news, reviews and interviews and the sounds of indie, folk, pop and rock. Always look on the bright side. Welcome back. You're with Karen Accentuating the Positive. I've been chatting with Tanya Allison on the show today. She is the co-creator and founder of Sage Magazine and Soul Traveller Radio with her partner Shane Locke. It's been a beautiful conversation. We've talked all about what you can find in the magazine. The next part of our chat is going to be about her journey. It's really fascinating. Stay tuned for more of her story coming up after this beautiful song by Amy Steinberg from her album Intimate with the Infinite. When the shadows fall all around And the day disappears without a trace of night drops down I call on grace 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 when the lonely is too much to bear and the world feels like a cage
not a trace When the blackness of night drops down I call on grace, grace, grace I'm calling on grace, grace, grace Calling on grace, grace, grace You're with Karen, teacher of deliberate creation accentuating the positive on Soul Traveller Radio. I've been having a fabulous conversation with Tanya Allison, the co-founder of Sage Magazine with her partner Shane Locke. We've been talking all about her journey with the magazine, with Sage Magazine. Now I'd like to ask you, Tanya, about your journey discovering who you are and how did you find out about all the things that you know now and enlightenment. How did it all start for you? Oh, wow. That's quite a question, Karen. It is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How did that all start? I was always very intuitive and I've always felt very connected to my guidance, to the angelic, to the dimensions that are beyond. And I guess always I've felt connected to the unseen. So when you say always, as a child, you felt like that? Yes, as a child, I always had very you know strong feelings, strong vibrations. But I was brought up in a family that, you know, so I always felt very different, actually. Yeah. And I had an experience very early on, I think when I was around 20, I gave a reading for someone. And I don't know who was more amazed, him or me, because I, I was so accurate that it actually scared the pants off me. And I went, oh, no way. This is way too much responsibility for me. And off I went, discarded anything in the spiritual area and traveled, partied, pretty much did everything I could to actually run away so I didn't have to listen. Yep. I think it just gradually, a lot of my life is spent doing painted finishes and furniture. I I love creative things and merchandising, things like that. I guess it was just always in my heart to, I love connecting with people. I love giving people a space to be vulnerable and to actually be free to express their emotions and their fears and how they're really feeling, you know, with the intention of actually cleansing that and, and, and transforming. So that became stronger and stronger and stronger in my spirit. When my relationship broke up, uh, when my son was two, to be honest, I was very much on the carpet. And I can just remember going, saying to myself, you know what, I'm just going to decide. And I decided that my life would be of service to others, no matter how it looked. And I walked back from there. I started a daily meditation practice, actually morning and night. And to me, meditation is the medicine. Absolutely. For everyone. Absolutely. How old were you when you made that big decision to Uh, change? That very significant decision was about five years ago. So, uh, when I was about 42. Right, okay. Yeah. What I find interesting is you were only 20 mm. when you gave this reading and that you knew that you could do a reading at 20. Yes, absolutely. So maybe even as a young child you knew that you could read and see into people because it's not something that is taught in school. It's something that is taught out of us. Yeah. Did your family nurture your intuitive skills? No, not at all. Not at all. And for me, actually, a lot of the walk was obviously towards the end of my 20s and early 30s, I really started to walk back into a lot of spiritual awareness, 
feeling positive, wanting to walk my life. I was expressing that through my creativity and really enjoying that too. And always feeling very comfortable and communicating with the angelic and with everything that was outside of me, yet so much within me too. And I guess you naturally nurture that and it it rises within you without you really realizing that that's what's happening. And so I started to spend my weekends uh, uh, working with people, but it was very much a secret. It was like I had two lives. I would work with people in one and then in my this is the point I think that I was trying to share is that in my other working life, it was I never talked about it because I had this preconception that people would think I was strange or different or that they wouldn't take my creative work seriously. Right, okay. I don't even know. It almost actually seems so foreign, that way of thinking. When I revisit it now, it it seems almost ridiculous that I had those thoughts, but they were real to me then. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're alone. I mean, I still meet people. I remember when Abraham Hicks came out a few years ago, I went to to see them speak in Sydney and uh, in the queue mm. when we were lining up. I spoke to so many people that were nurses and psychologists and teachers mm. that had that spiritual life. They talked about guides. They talked about guidance. They talked about channeling and angels. But they would never tell their work colleagues, you know, still hidden very much into that and loving that and and a huge part of their heart and their life and then a separate life, their working life, yeah. Yeah, it's like we've got to get out of the spiritual closet. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Come out of the spiritual closet. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) And that's why I love what you're doing. You're creating a platform oh, where people oh. can come out of the spiritual closet and yeah. Yeah. they can live their heart's desire. Yeah. 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 And I think, and people are wanting that. People are, people are so hungry to understand and find more meaning in their life. Yes. You know, and that's yep. what's really, and this is for men and women. You know, I think it, I think a while ago or years ago, it was very much, you know, oh, angels and women. And it seems such a, a situation that was so dominated by, you know, women and not for the men. <laughs> there are so many beautiful men out there now really walking their wonderful and that really excites me. Even yeah. in, you know, my groups, I'm starting to see more men and I get so excited when I see men that probably scare the pants off them, but it's like, oh, <laughs> but it's bringing a beautiful balance into the mix. And I think people are, they want to know more. Yeah. And that's what's really exciting. And there is more. There's so much more to know and understand. And it's a journey that we walk back within ourselves. It's not a physical journey as such. It's an inward journey that's that's really wonderful. And I actually think that is the description of a soul traveler to me is walking consciously, taking full responsibility for our part that we play for the planet. Not being afraid of who you are or what you believe. Absolutely. And uh, being out of the spiritual closet. Yeah. I have a beautiful friend who's an artist. And she's a performance Mm. artist. So when you have a function, she will come and paint. She'll tune into the vibe of the function and she'll paint what what she feels. Wow. And she does corporate and she does spiritual stuff and she does music functions. And she's a born-again Christian and she goes to the big church here in Sydney, you know, Hillsong. But when you ask her about her faith, 
she gets very timid and shy about revealing mm. what she believes because it's not always accepted. And I was thinking about her the other day and thinking, you know, these are her beliefs. They might not be mine or someone else's. Yeah. It might be a bit too fundamental for me, but they're her beliefs and she should be open and proud of them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's that acceptance. You know, and I guess it's self-acceptance and then acceptance of others where we're all just here making magic, you know, together. We've all got our own challenges. We've all got, you know, I don't think there's one heart on the planet that hasn't experienced hurt or rejection or pain or suffering. But that's the beauty of, of why we're here. And without that, we couldn't, you know, really grab onto the yummy bits of the joy and the laughter and the aha moments when you go, oh, my gosh, I get it now. I get why I had to have that experience. Yeah. It was really crappy at the time, but... <laughs> I understand, you know. Yeah, I know. As you said before, we're all one heart, all the same, dressed in many different clothes. And maybe mm. our beliefs are, are wrapped up in a different bow. It might be Christian, it might be Jew, it might be Hindu, it might be Buddhism, mm. it might be just spirituality without any religious attachment. But it's all one heart wrapped in a different mm. bow. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, accessible to all. Uh, not an exclusive club. <laughs> <laughs> not an exclusive club. I love it. I love it. So what's in the future for Tanya Allison? Where do you want to take Sage magazine? Uh, with Sage, I see Sage. Sage is a global publication for those people that don't know. And we were quite specific in that we wanted it to be global because there is a community. The world is getting smaller. We're connecting with each other and it feels so good. We were very specific about it being global. The direction for Sage, wow, more synchronicity. I feel the more we walk, the more synchronicity and magic just comes in. Yeah. I personally find it hard to say this is what's going to happen, this is what's going to happen because I I believe that a lot of the journey of Sage has actually been around surrender. For both Shane and I, you know, you have this bit in, in you that wants to be able to control and go, it's got to look like this and, oh, my gosh, we haven't got this yet. But we have really found that the more we just surrender and, and let go and trust, trust being the key word here, it is amazing what has come into play, the people that we have met yeah. and the synchronicity within each issue, like issue seven. Um, I love the artwork of Shiloh Sophia McLeod and all of it is of divine feminine Mother Mary imagery, very colourful, so beautiful. I had been thinking for months that I wanted her artwork. I finally connected with her, got in contact and she sent over her file. It was called Blue Angel. And I thought, oh, Blue Angel, Blue Angel Publishing. You know, we're familiar with Tony Carmine Salerno. And I thought, oh, isn't that funny that she would call her folder Blue Angel as well? It's just, and I hadn't realized that Alana Fairchild had done an oracle card deck. We're using uh, Shiloh Sophia's artwork. And it was a Mother Mary Oracle card deck. So then we connected with Alana who went, oh, let me give a story about Mother Mary. And bang, you know, eight, ten pages later was this magnificent collaboration. But that was pure synchronicity. I had no idea that all of that. 
And this seems to happen in every issue. Absolutely. That is absolutely how I run my radio show as well. Mm, I don't put in too much thought. I just allow. I just think I'm very interested in things. So I just look at what I'm interested in and then it all just lines up and falls into place. In fact, it even does that when I play the music when I'm live on air. I'll have a conversation with someone and I'll just put on a song at a whim, you know, make a decision in the moment and it'll be the perfect song for what we've been just and there's just this beautiful synchronicity that happens it's when you allow it it's just sublime it's beautiful it is and it oh it's just the best alive feeling it it really is so I guess I don't like to put too much into the space for where sage is going I just hope that we can continue contributing to the global glow yeah that would be the global yeah. glow I love it <laughs> just enjoy the journey as you say yes. soul traveler journey just enjoy yes, the journey definitely yeah oh beautiful it's been such a blessing and a joy to talk with you today Tanya oh thank you Karen and how can people find out more about sage magazine best place is to visit the website www.sagemagazine.net and when you actually get to the website you will see the play button for soul traveler radio if you're interested in finding out more about that you will see obviously the social media buttons you can click on facebook like the page and read the daily post that i gift which i really enjoy doing and tanya where can people find out more about you they can visit my website at www.tanyaallison.com. Sounds beautiful. Thank you so much, Tanya. It's been such a joy talking with you today. Thank you, Karen. It's been a really, really special time. Thank you. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye. You're with Karen Accentuating the Positive. I've been talking with Tanya Allison, co-founder of Sage Magazine. Sage is a free online magazine. Check it out. Full of beautiful artwork and fabulous blogs sagemagazine.net more of Accentuate the Positive coming up stay tuned